Hi, this is Bella Rachlin and you're listening to the Marvel Cards Collectors Podcast. Hello everybody, my name is Ian Taylor and you are listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, your weekly digest of hobby goodness. With me as guest host this week is the Black Uzi King. The Sultan of Symbiotes and the issue 300 you'll wish you owned in 9.8. It's Joseph Reed. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, man. Dude, thank you for that. It's an honor to have my own little, my own little intro. <laughs> Your own little intro. Your own, you gave me you gave me the now you get, did give me the um, inspiration for half of that when you said <laughs> yeah. that you've been referred to as the Sultan of Symbiotes. So explain to, to anyone listening who doesn't know who you are what that all means well um if you follow on instagram as old man venom i basically started posting my venom collection and slowly and unintentionally turned into like the venom guy of the instagram comic community and from there when i started <laughs> getting all kinds of followers and they they just all started giving me nicknames and the sultan of symbiotes was one that just always stuck with me i thought that was kind of funny but it's it's i love it there's so many different nicknames i can't really think of them off top but anything to do like with like a god of the symbiotes like if you were to scroll through my feed you could probably find that comment somewhere on a couple posts it's just <laughs> tons of nicknames i love it mate you need I'm to start cool. hashtagging that sultan of symbiotes yeah. hashtag i probably should on the end of every post you know, I, I i started a hashtag called the symbiote elite which was oh, wow. like my little smart ass way of just I don't even know what it was. I was just adding hashtags one day and I just thought, eh, simulate that. That sounds funny. And it turned into something. And the last time I looked, it's been used over 13,000 times. And that's not by me. Uh, wow. Like so you are, you're a trendsetter and an influencer, clearly. Oh, God have mercy. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> you know, there's, there's about influencers that just kind of like, it's just strange to me. So influencing in a way of giving knowledge to the public, you know, th this is where you can find this. This is where this happens. Like, that's one thing I can appreciate. But like influencing it in the sense of hurry up and run to eBay and buy this right now. Like, I'm not a fan of that. But, but that has happened so many times. I post something and somebody will literally comment running the eBay right now. And I always, you know, Godspeed, have fun. Um, once I slowly started, you know, posting the trading card collection, I posted the silver foil 2017 Flare Ultra Spider-Man, uh, Venom card. Nice. And a buddy of mine said, going to go check eBay right now. And like a couple minutes later, he posted, nope, too much. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, that one's always been up there. That one. Yeah, if it's the base it's just, card, especially. Yeah. Well, this, yeah, the silver, I think it's an achievement of some sort. I don't know. I'm still learning all the lingo with all that yeah flare watch spider-man so venom if i remember correctly and someone will definitely pull me up on this if i get it wrong so i need to chart my words carefully here i'm pretty mm -hmm. sure venom was in the base set one to 100 mm -hmm. i think he was top end of it i think he might have been even been card 100 but he was also on the uh kind of triptych artworks artworks where you had like three cards that made one panel so you had venom Carnage was oh, on. Oh, you're think I know what set you're talking about. Yes, the Mirage. Um, the Mirage. No, no, like no. Flare Ultra Spider Man. Um, 
You know what? Ooh. I'm going to find them and then I'll share them on screen because um, they are absolutely gorgeous. But you needed 10 of them to get the... Um, so I can't talk and type at the same time. This is clearly not happening. Um, I can't either. <laughs> typical blokes can't do two things at the same time. Um, so we have so you got you got two of them basically. One of them is Greg Hildebrand, which is let me share my screen, and then the viewers on YouTube, the tube of the U, can That's see. It. So this one here. She's going to oh, take. Yes. So that is the that's Greg Hildebrand. So that's part of free yep. on the legacy chase set. Um, so you've got I think you've got Ve I think you've got Venom, I think you've got Spidey in the middle, and I think you've got Carnage. It's it's Greg Hildebrand. Um, yes, oh, sir. Um, here's the spell right here. That's the one. Yeah, we go. There we go. This is the rainbow foil. Oh this was this was okay. gifted to me by Jonathan Dunn. In fact, let me just stop sharing so people can appreciate that in full. Hold that up again. Yes, sir. Oh wow, that's so nice. That's so nice. This is the, the rainbow foil achievement, which I yeah. I didn't realize what it was when he sent it to me. Hundred of those. Realize it, mm. it's like, yeah, like please have my baby. Yeah. So or at least try. <laughs> I'm sure he's had quite a few people's babies based on that. Because um, <laughs> he is. Uh, let's get let's do our first shout out, Jonathan Dunn appreciation mm -hmm. moment. Jonathan um, Dunn. The number of people he's helped. In the hobby, um, just in terms of understanding stuff, or in terms of helping them out when Flea Watch Spider Man was still kind of much more on fire on EPAC as it is now because obviously it's sold out, um, mm -hmm. is you know second to none. So he's hooked you up, well, obviously, clearly there, but he's helped you out a few times, isn't he? Yes. And going back to the whole influencer thing, he'll probably kill me for this, but. But that's the type of influencer that I can appreciate. He introduced me to this podcast, which I listen to religiously while I'm at work. He introduced me to the Facebook group. He introduced me to EPAC, which I had no idea about. And as a matter of fact, when I first got on there, Flea Ultra Spider-Man packs were still on there. Oh. But I didn't really know. I didn't know what I was doing. I just kind of looked mm -hmm. around, never really bought anything. And then I just kind of left it be. Um, he's, he's taught me so much. And the first ever trading card that I ever got as a kid pack pooled in 1994 was this little error right here. It's got like the, Oh, beautiful. An amazing Spider-Man 94 set. Yeah. Yep. And it was a wow. Venom card, which was just the icing on a cake. But wow. I showed this to him. Then he proceeded to tell me about how errors are made same thing with like uh, the holograms, like the discoloration and all that. Mm -hmm. He is a vast well of knowledge. When oh, he knows all the stuff. He knows all the science stuff as well. That's that's the type of influencer that that's what I like. He hasn't done anything. Oh, yeah, there you go. The Master Prince. I've been slowly going back and collecting them. These are really this one. These are super affordable. Yeah. And then the, the actual Venom one where it's the nine card panel. Mm. I have that one, too. Mm. Mm. And I'm now yeah. buying up. The uh, Greg and Tim Hildebrand. Well, this prints. is this is a promo, so it just used the same design as one of the master prints, but the master prints are actually kind of separately produced things, and there's, there's about I want to say yeah, eight yeah. of them. Um, but yeah, they're just they're just stunning. They really, they really are. are. Sorry, I can't. I can't. 
Anyway, get these nice eBay if you don't own one. Yeah, <laughs> influencer. Well, no, but that's the thing with these. <laughs> these these are affordable. They are. That, that ain't affordable. pumping anything. That's that's me wanting someone to get something nice and affordable in their hands mm-hmm. and on display and or on their wall or in their binder or wherever they choose to put it. I mean, listen, poke it up their bottom if they want to, but I'd rather they put it on display and enjoyed <laughs> it. Um, but I, I mean, this is just. I mean, Fleer Ultra Spider-Man gets a lot of the attention, but the 94 Spidey set is just phenomenal. I mean, it really is. I mean, Mark Backley did all the art for it. Um, And actually, he's put in so much work. Mm. So much work. But he works really quickly. He works really Mm -hmm. quickly, apparently. That's why. I can't remember who told me that. Um, I remember we did reach out to him to talk to him for the podcast and the response came back was I can barely remember doing them so I don't know what to talk about fair enough he's a really cool guy from what I hear he likes to yeah. sit around and just talk to people while drawing and have a few drinks yeah yeah he, I've, he, I've never met him but I have several autographs from him never met him personally though. Mm, I haven't either and I, there are plenty of I say plenty there there are autograph cards from him on the recent upper deck sets and i get i guess i should probably get hold of one but i think they were an achievement so they're probably a little bit spicy on the pricey um but anyway anyway um but jd yes jonathan dunn um he's an absolute legend you can follow him at um i think it's marvel silk collector i want to say let me just it's have a marvel dot silk collector let's get his right. let's get his followers up let's get his followers up here let's um, do it um but he's he's big into his silk uh, marvel.silk marvel.silk.collector yeah um mm-hmm. so find him and uh bring a smile give to him some love. i don't know yeah give him some yeah. love give him some love definitely um so let's talk about you so you're a big venom guy okay. you collect venom was that card that you just showed me that that error card? Was that your ground zero, or did did Venom kind of? Yes, that's that's what kind of did it. I already had an interest in Venom, and then once this was pulled, <clears throat> it was just pretty much given to me because mm-hmm. it was looked at as like, oh, this is messed up, it's trash, and yeah. I just kind of always held on to it for some reason. This thing has been through house fire. Moved from state to state with me. It's gone everywhere. Wow. This thing went on tour with me. I don't know how or why. It's always followed me. Wow. But that just kind of started the uh the obsession with the cards. But I kind of was always looking for error cards. And I'll go ahead and show off another one. Mm. This is from the uh, 1994 set. So it's half of the Venom and then half of the Vulture, which is oh cool the 95. The Are they the Golden Web ones? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Golden Web. Nice. So it's like a split, and then the back, it's got oh, a little bit goodness. of each card on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of it kind of made me start looking at weird things like that. So it just, I, I'm, I don't know, I'm just literally obsessed with this character. And it started with the action figures, and then it turned into cards. And then over time, it turned into comics. And then somewhere along the lines, they all just blended together. I feel like comics and cards have always kind of gone hand in hand. Mm, definitely. Definitely. I mean, you had thing is a lot of these promos like this stuff, mm-hmm. all this stuff from Marvel Universe. It was in like, previews, 
di- yep. diamond previews, you know, the big phone book size things. You know, they were in Wizard. Um, you had, um, especially yeah, the that amazing card Spider-Man promos. 94 set, you had um, triple card promos in the middle of... Amazing mug, yep. by the way. Amazing Spider-Man Thank mug. Thank you. Um, you had the triple card promos that are in comic books. Um, yep, which you sure did. Things. So, um, so you know, if you were kind of reading books at that time, and even if you get them back now as back issues, and you find those in the middle of it, it's like finding treasure. It really is. I'm still looking for the Got Milk promo, the Venom card, like in a comic. Oh, in the comic? Yeah, now that was later. Because mm-hmm. that was in um, Amazing Spider-Man. I want to say four... 408, 409, somewhere around there. They had some it's Got just, Milk promo. So it's around that period after which everything got a bit weird in the 90s, kind of you know, the late <laughs> 90s period, like 98, 99. That's one of the more obscure cards that I still don't have, but it's not something I'm like in desperate need for. <clears throat> Uh-oh. I apologize about that. No worries, no worries. Is it Jehovah's Witness or someone like that? We we have a friend that's been trying to give us this rocking chair for the nursery, and they just showed up unannounced with the chair, like, "Hey," and I'm like, "Bro, I will call you a little bit later, not right this second. <laughs> wow. Okay. Cool. Unannounced. Well, let's 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 just quit. Uh, you know, share as much as you want to, but I'm excited on your behalf for this. So you've got a baby on the way, yeah? Yes, I do. First, is one. this this is your first? How exciting! First. It's very exciting. Um, it's crazy because once I found out, like, there was no no nervousness there was no fear it was just kind of like it just felt good it felt right mm. cool was, you kind of go into let's get this done mode yeah and that's where i'm at right now like i said the man cave is now a pink nursery we just had the baby shower there's boxes everywhere so lots of fun going through all this and setting it all up good well the um I find that child warfare is imminently improved when you put a really, really scary as you can picture of Venom on the wall above the crib. <laughs> um, so I, I did that and took a picture, and one of my aunts thought it was serious. I was like, you're having a little girl. you got to be dainty. You can't be putting scary stuff up like that. I'm like, oh, my Lord, it's a joke. Little girl. Wow, fantastic. Yes, That's fantastic. Um, when's, when, when's that due? April 16th. Okay. Which is cool. right around the corner. All right, well. It's a good job you're getting this podcast in now because you sure as <laughs> won't have any time to yourself <laughs> for the foreseeable. I can I can assure you of that. Um, I can't remember what we talk what we were t- speaking about before your rocking chair got delivered. Um, yeah, I, I apologize. It's that. no, 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 no. Don't need to apologize at all. So where are you? Where are you from? Because you're in Baltimore. Yep, at the moment. Yeah, Baltimore. Maryland. Where are you from originally? What's the accent? Baltimore. Maryland. So you're Baltimore originally. For like some I reason, say, your I accent sounds a bit. Instead of wash, wash. Did you wash the car? <laughs> okay, I'm so glad you gave context to that because I couldn't figure out what the word was. Um, <laughs> so, I, for some reason, I thought you were f- further south. Oh uh, no, I did live in. Um, I lived in South Florida for a little bit. Okay, and when I lived there, I was in um, what the hell was it called? Cape Coral, Fort Myers area. Okay. Almost everybody I met, they're like, "Man, you got an accent. Where are you from?" I'm like, "Do I? I don't know." And I, w- I would say, "Oh, I'm, I'm from Baltimore." And I got the same response. Oh, that's a rough city. I'm like, "Yeah, no." 
Gabby, you, you hear that a million times. Yeah. 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 Now, I, I love it here. I love it here. No, I'm I'm very much looking at this. And I'd love to see more more of the states and uh, Baltimore's on my list. Not least of which, there's loads of people around there I, I want to hook up with. So um, mm-hmm. that's the beauty of this hobby. There's loads, you know, almost everywhere in America, there's people I'm I'm going to kind of say hello to, and, you know, go and have a beer or lunch with, or or, or go to cons with. So um, you mentioned earlier, just because I'm curious, you mentioned on tour. So what were you on? Were you in a band or were you? Like- oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was a drummer for like a hardcore metal band for, oh my God, 10 plus years. Wow. And in that period of my life, that's when I stopped collecting the comics. That's when I stopped collecting cards because drums are very expensive. Oh, yeah. They're made for you to beat on. And if you beat on stuff, it usually breaks. So it's like a constant. Yeah. Just always buying stuff. So as far as collecting, it just kind of took a backseat. And then once all that that whole chapter of my life kind of winded down, like I said, these boxes of of collectibles just kept following me everywhere I went. And I sat down one day, I was like, you know what? I think it's time to get rid of these comics. It's kind of childish anyway. I mean, I'd rather see like Venom actually eating people and not like pulling his punches and saying stupid little quips all day long. And then <laughs> uh, I sat down one day, I looked at a – actually, I'm getting it all mixed up. I was at a job site one day and it was right next to a new comic shop. And I just decided to pop my head in just to look. And it was when Siege had released for Marvel Comics. Okay. And yeah. The Spider Man one had this Venom cover by, uh, I forget the guy's name, starts with a D. He did the Ultimate Fallout 4 Miles exclusive variant, or not exclusive, but he did the variant that everyone's going on about. Anyway, yeah, I should know, but I, I opened the book. I open the book and the first page I'm looking at is Venom literally got an Asgardian dude by the shoulders, just biting his head off. There's blood and everything going everywhere. And it was just like, I'm back. This is what I've been waiting for. I'm back. <laughs> and also in that period, I was like, you know, I need to get rid of these comics. It's, it's just childish stuff. And I got on eBay and I typed in the first one I pulled out and it happened to be a $700 comic selling. And I'm like, Hmm, I got this for five bucks hold on a minute. And I just kind of went through and was looking through prices of stuff. And I realized this stuff retains value. Mm-hmm. It's not even something that was in my mind. It was just, yeah, I was a freak. Like I wanted to collect this. I wanted to get it all. I got every Venom comic appearance, every Venom solo comic, every symbiote first appearance. Uh, for the most part, every ratio, the one in 25s, the one in 100s, one in 50s, one in 10s. I started to get into the exclusives, but when they start releasing 50 exclusives per issue, you're looking at a short box just for one issue. I tapped out of mm-hmm. the game with that a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And then um, I also have always been collecting Venom cards. All throughout the years, I would regularly get on eBay and just, oh, there's a new Venom-based card from, what is this, Marvel Retro? Whatever. Let me grab this and grab that. Um, I've always kind of just been, you know, collecting but at that point where i was drumming it was just not on my mind and then mm. getting out of it it was like i just transitioned right back into collecting and at that point i'd realized like uh, i had a few discussions with i've had a lot of discussions with people about this actually but i know you've spoken about it like um when they talk about investing or being an investor yeah that's not something that's it's not anything that's like on the top of my mind when it when it comes to this but I'm sure you've probably become a victim of this too. You 
you low key kind of become an investor. Like, well, it happens that by accident. Five. Yeah, yeah, it happens by accident, just because of the nature of things. You know. Yeah, and unlike that, a car, that word exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that word exactly. It's just a natural part of the hobby. Some people really lean into it. I just kind of, I just kind of go with the flow. Like it's really cool that this stuff's you know worth money and whatnot, but it's not what I set out to do. Like I was yeah, yeah, legit yeah. obsessed with the character, obsessed with the storyline obsessed with the art mm. but yeah um it's been crazy man i almost like if i wouldn't have got on ebay and if i went to a comic shop and just sold everything off for like 200 bucks like we wouldn't be sitting here right now like the instagram would have never nope. happened no nope. venom facebook when it never happens it's, nope. it's kind of crazy and the hobby would have had one less bright light within it so <laughs> so thank you to that comic shop wherever wherever that is in america um do, do you remember the comic shop? Do you remember the exact comic shop? Twilight Zone Comic. Whereabouts is that? For, uh, that's right in Glen Burnie, Maryland. It's off of Ritchie Highway, if anybody knows that. It's right next to the Glen Burnie Courthouse. Okay. Well, they've just had a shout-out. So Dude, there we go. I've been going to them for almost 30 years. And they they used to call me the Venom guy. This is way before all really? social media. I would always right. go in there like looking for Venom. That's all I cared about. <laughs> it does make me laugh that you've got a Spider-Man mug, not a Venom mug. Do they not make them in black? <laughs> uh, I do have a Venom mug. Some of them are packed away. And then the other one I use for my uh, my my uh, Micron pens. Good. Right. Well, there's a perfect opportunity to talk about the fact that you wear you wear more than one hat in the hobby. Because not just you're not just a collector. You have done official sketch cards yes, Marvel sets. so talk mm -hmm. to me about how how that started you know have you always drawn or was it was it something you came to later i have been drawing since i was able to hold a crown um the whole sketch card thing just kind of came about because a friend of mine found blank sketch cards that you can get at like art stores that just yeah. blank and i remember getting them and just being like oh my god this is the coolest thing ever and i just sat down and would draw my own little venom and carnage and spider-man cards and then i just kept drawing them kept drawing them kept drawing them and i was actually sitting down at the dinner table with my family way back in the day i was just sketching a sketch card and my mom and sister were sitting there and they're like why the hell are you always drawing these tiny little card things like what are you doing and i'm like well it's fun it keeps me out of trouble. You know where I'm at. You know what I'm doing. And from what I see, you can eventually draw sketch cards for like Marvel. And one of these days, like I will do my own sketch card. Like that's what I'm trying to do. Like I was really focused on it. And that that day eventually came. And I, I remember <laughs> calling my mom up, being like, "Remember when you guys are questioning the hell out of me about the sketch cards at the tables?" I'm like, "Well." I got the deal. I just signed a contract. I'm officially doing sketch cards. My mom was just like, oh, cool. <laughs> but to me, it was like, this is such a personal milestone. I can't even can't even believe it. Um, speaking of the sketch cards, this is one of those, those little uh, ACO cards. But nice. I was always obsessed with the holograms, the shinies, mm. the prisms. Mm. And I eventually got a few, I got a few packs of cards from a, we used to have the Jeppies Pop Culture Museum out here, okay. and at the uh, cash register 
area, they had a big basket full of like Rittenhouse cards. So we would just go there and just buy packs of cards. And I pulled a, a Nihilus sketch card from the artist um, Moore. I think oh, it was okay. the Marvel 75th. Mm-hmm. And I just remember thinking, like, this is cool and all, but, you know, I, I like the shiny stuff. Like, where's the shine? So I sat down one day and was like, what if they did hologram sketch cards? And wow. I just came up with it. So the background is a hologram card stock. I drew the sketch card, cut it out, adhesive to put them both together, and then there you nice. go. Nice. Nice. Imagine pulling that's out cool. of a pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a nice idea. That's a really nice idea. I, I ended up doing that in 2016, and I've done literally hundreds of them. <clears throat> Jonathan Dunn, he's actually got one. He he got a Venomized Silk. Uh, there's a bunch <laughs> of people that have gotten a couple of them. I, I've actually really enjoyed the fact that you're able to get on the MC's CW Facebook as a sketch artist that's that's published and yeah. try and get commissions. I've gotten quite a few from there, so thank you for that. Cool. Um, Have you got some MCCW sketch stock? Yes, I. Oh no, 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 no! I don't. I actually talked to Jaylee Morner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I definitely. Jaylee Morner's the man. I'm not sure how much he's got left, but he got a fair. He got a fair chunk done when he printed them up a year or so ago. And that that reminds me. Uh, before I segue to it, um, the first set I got was the 2017 Marvel premiere, mm-hmm. and it was very exciting, but it had to be one of the most difficult things I've ever dealt with in my life. At the time right. that I got the sketch cards, my rep at the time just stopped answering emails. All They all stopped answering emails, so they uh, moved buildings, Okay, and it was some sort of holiday, so there were there was no one in the office for like a solid month. And I kept wow. sending these emails like, Hey, the card itself has like the little circular center. And I'm like, am I allowed to color outside of these or over these logos? Like, how does this work? And I never mm-hmm. got any answers. So I drew everything inside of that, at a little circle. And then later on, I just recently finished Marvel allure. And I kept one of my 2017 premiere sketch uh sketch cards and i did one nice. for myself i know i'm such a nerd but I, as you can see thank you as you can see i i colored over all of it but you, you can still see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so much more freeing like i said everything i did is in this tiny little circle and yeah. that hindered that hindered my art so much but um speaking of allure i have this sitting here waiting for you but i know that you're going through a purge oh, oh. Hello, hello. So I was well. I was almost th- thinking either a venomized black cat or just a normal black cat. Just a normal black cat for me, please. <laughs> no, no, di- no, dis to your guy, but it just doesn't. Um, no, I, I, I totally I, I get just, it. just, just not my, just not my jam. That's all. Um, I'm just having a look on um, um, uh, EPAC to see if I can see any of your cards, mm-hmm. and sure enough, uh, 2017 premiere. See when I t- when I type in your surname, it comes up with breed so bobby breed um because hmm. it's not smart enough to just know that i've typed in read and it's it fills in part of the word but there are three of your cards still on um epac let's have a look at them let's it's, it's, it's like beast. it's like uh this is your life kind of vibe isn't it um here we go so what we got let's have a look oh, Lord. at Whew. war machines i can see what you mean 
Yeah, these things were struggle city. The beast came out cool. Okay, um, just find the beast. This, the beast. this little window popped up that won't get out of the way. The war machine, that was okay. Oh my lord, what's my computer doing? But as you can see, like everything is within that circle. Mm -hmm. So if I would have known that I could have branched out, like it would have made me be able to breathe a little better. Everything yeah, yeah, very, yeah. Very tight. I've heard a couple collectors uh, voice their opinions, like they don't want that stuff colored over, and they prefer it to be like that. But as an artist, you're drawing on something that's yeah. this big, and then it's, it's a little strokes oval. for different folks. You know what I mean? It's like um, let's have a look and see what Bobby Breed did with his. Oh, yeah, he did. He chose to stay in there as well, but he might have been asking them the same questions for all we know. <laughs> so um, I, I didn't mean to have you and him kind of in a, in a Pepsi challenge on the screen like this. It's just the way EPAC works. No, it's, um, it's totally fine. But um, he's a dude. Um, I'm just trying to see if Premier 19 was on here, but it doesn't look like he was on that set. Anyway, I digress. Um, so <clears throat> Premier... And then did you did you sort of stop working on them for a while and then get back on them? How did well, that what happened? What what happened was after that set was finished, um my rep offered me Marvel annual I want to say 2019, mm -hmm. to which I jumped on it and now I had a better idea of what to do. And uh I signed a contract and everything, and they told me in the cards from mailed out and a good four weeks later after multiple emails they finally showed up and i had asked my rep i said hey since these are late do i have an extension to my deadline and, you know am i good to do this because i have literally two weeks for all 50 yeah. or due so he writes me back he's like of course you got an extension you're good to go I did all 50 of these cards. I was so happy with them. I was splattering paint on them, using all these different artifacts that I nice. uh, figured out. I sent them in. A few weeks later, I got an email from the same dude. We're sorry to let you know, but all 50 cards have been rejected. And no, I wrote, I just wrote back, wow. And they asked me to, to send the cards back with all the, uh, I had five artist proofs. I sent them all back. Uh, never heard anything. And then I started to message my guy and was like, hey, I I'm still want to do this. Like this really means so much to me. It's not a money thing. I have a full-time job as a carpenter. Mm. This is a hobby and it's literally a blessing to be oh, able hello, to, dog. to be able to be into these card sets. Yeah. She's super excited. What's going on? Say hi, muffin muffin. So <laughs> I, I kept emailing him never heard anything. Kept e emailing him at this point. I started doing like uh, commissions for sketch covers. I've gotten uh, a whole bunch of them graded by CGC. So I really felt like I understood what to do and how to mm. how to go about this. And I, I really wanted to get back into it. Never heard anything. I kept blowing them up and blowing them up. And then I actually I did a boohoo post on the MCCW, and I'm glad I did because it worked out. Um, I posted one of my cards and was just like, I got a confession to make. I have been emailing this company for years, and I don't hear, hear anything back. So maybe it's not in the cards for me to be doing sketch cards anymore and that's when you introduced me to uh matt dunford and matt dunford reached out and gave me annual just like that or allure i'm sorry so upon discussing with him my rep had either been fired or quit but i think another guy you made he yeah. blocked my server he blocked me from emailing a server so when 
when Matt was like, send me your email and I'll get it sent through, I sent it. And he's like, did you send the email? Seeing anything? I'm like, yes, I did. I'll send another one. So I sent another one. He's like, yeah, dude, I'm not seeing anything. And I'm like, freaking out. Like, dude, I don't know what's going on. And he said, you know what? Wait a minute. He did a little couple things on the computer and then he wrote back, okay, I, I got all your emails. And it just clicked. I'm like, that wow. son of a bitch blocked me. So wow. I've been sitting here. That's cold. From, dude, there's a reason that guy got fired. I'm not going to say his name, but what an ass you have to be. You send somebody stuff late. Okay. You lie to him about the deadline. You haven't wasted an entire month, all this money on markers, just to have nothing get approved. And then you block them because you feel shameful or whatever he felt. So now that I'm working with Matt, I feel much more happier. Uh, the Allure cards, there's quite a few that I'm very excited to finally be able to show. Whenever that set decides to come out, I'm very excited to show them because they are a world of a difference from my first set. Nice. Not only that, I've also... I know this is a Marvel-type show. Come on, baby girl. I see you. But since the time in between, I've been published three times for comic book covers for the Department nice. of Truth. Oh, wow. So yeah, my, I've heard of that book. There's my shameless plug. It's from Image Comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's that's off to you. That's brilliant. Thank you. And then I'm like, I'm, I'm over here doing commissions left and right. I'm getting actual official comic co it's covers working left out and right. for you. Why am I not getting upper deck mm. sketch cards? Like, what am I missing? What's going on? Well, it's because I was blocked from the server. So shout out, Matt. And shout out to you for introducing me to Matt. No, no. That meant so Thank much you. to you. No, no, it was just... Well, it's one of those things. It's like the people... Oh, sorry, I've just run over my case with my chair. That's embarrassing. Oh, um, it's one of those things that, um, that I like about the group um, is that you've got the people at Upper Deck in there, you know, and they can't... They're not, they're, you know, there are limitations on what they are and are allowed to do in a professional capacity on social media. Mm -hmm. Um but um, we can tag them, uh, and they can see it, and they can, you know, choose as as responsible adults to make connections outside of the uh, more public form of the group, and as Matt did in this case, which was great. Um, just stand up a sec so that people can see that full T-shirt. Let's just have a look at that full T-shirt. For those on YouTube, <laughs> we need to see this T-shirt. So this is Amazing Spider-Man 252. Yes, sir. On a T-shirt. Astonishing cover. Well done. Well done. Though. You know, it's funny. Outside of my house, I don't really wear these type of shirts because literally everyone and their mother knows me as the Venom guy, and I just feel like it's a little too much <laughs> at times. I have a mountain of Venom people keep buying me, and I just don't really wear them. But I felt yeah. this makes sense. Yeah, if I, if I wear that kind of stuff, people throw rocks at me. Um, but <laughs> um, I um, I tell you, I'll share, I'll share your screen. I'll share my screen, actually, and show you this. And people, people will dig this. I haven't got it yet, but I've just had this. Um, Ooh, mocked that's up dope. Um, um, sticker mule um, occasionally send out a thing where they do oh you can get a single t-shirt for like a promo price just so you can try it mm -hmm. out and I usually jump on it and, and take advantage of it obviously if I was doing anything at scale and if I actually had time to do it I might do some podcast t-shirts but but it would be you know wouldn't make any money on it I'd be lucky if it broke even with shipping but um, but I had this um, I've been wanting one because I've never been able to find a black cat like an official black cat t-shirt i mean they yeah, might exist that's a good point fair, i haven't bust my ass looking but i went around boston fan expo and there were a good few 
that was a pretty big con. And there were a good few T-shirt retailers there, and none of them had anything, you know, remotely close. Um, but I had this. Um, let me zoom in on that. I had this wonderful image from Tony Perna. There he um, is. And he did this for me in a Christmas card, just a little remark. Yeah. About three years ago and sent me this. And I was like, that's amazing. And because of the size of it, because it's circular, it's my avatar on Instagram. Um, yeah. And I just exactly. got, you know, I just found a high res copy of her kind of logo and um, slapped the two together. And yeah. So I, I do now have a black cat t-shirt on the way. That's awesome. <laughs> which, um, which you will see me wearing on this podcast when the weather gets a little bit warmer than today. Um, oh yeah. Massive, great woolly jumper. Um, so you've got the lure coming up. Your time mm-hmm. is about to get very, very limited. I imagine with the day job and with everything else. Yep. So have you got anything else in the pipeline or any other sets that you've completed? I, I've seen quite a few sets that are coming up and I messaged Matt, pretty much foaming at the mouth for a few of them. I really want a specific character set. I keep getting, like, Premiere was a little mixture of everything. Uh, Annual was a mixture of everything. Allure is basically a movie, but you can't do movie characters, so it's like a mixture of everything. Like, I I would like a specific, either X-Men focused or Spider-Man focused. If I could Mm. get on a Spider-Man set, you know how heartbreaking it was to watch Spider-Man Fleer Ultra 2017 and then Spider-Man Metal just come and go. And I'm just sitting here like, man, and I wish I could have did like a couple cards for that. Spider-Man is my number one like attraction to Marvel. I do love X-Men. I do love me some Wolverine that yeah. did pull that good stuff. But Spider-Man is what got me into all this stuff. Uh, there's a few sets that are coming up now that <clears throat> I would really like to get on to, but Typically, I don't really get an offer until I get the email stating you're free to now share your work, and then they will offer gotcha. you something. And gotcha. Allure keeps Amazing. getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. So I'm just kind of sitting here twiddling my thumbs. I, I've I try not to, to bother Matt too much, but it's like, bro, I'm literally foaming at the damn mouth right, right now. Like, mm. what do you got for me? You need mm. an artist? I got you. You need 20 cards done? I got you. Like, learning all this art stuff. And then not being able to properly put it to use, like on these cards, is kind of like it's torturous. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so it's like I, a thoroughbred racehorse being in the stables, not being able to be. Yeah, raced, just bucking everywhere, just hay flying all through the air. Um, I just compared that, you to a horse, by the way. <laughs> it's all fine. I've compared. I've been compared to worse. <laughs> um, I'm really hoping that something picks up, man. Like I would love to be mm. able to do this. Like I said, it's not it's not a pay thing. It's just this means so much to me. I've been collecting cards since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And then to be able to be a part of these sets, it just it just means so much to me. Like everyone else around me is like, you know, you and your weird little, little cards. And it's like this means so much to me. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. Like I don't even care. And that reminds me, we, we mentioned it earlier. So amongst you in your family and your friends and let's say coworkers are do they know you as the black cat guy kind of like no, not at all not at all oh you not at all. they know me as the marvel guy but black cat isn't really a character that has a mass perception um okay. if you know your comics you'll know black cat but anyone who doesn't know comics knows who spider-man is 
anyone mm-hmm. who doesn't know comics knows who Captain America is, and that's even before you know the MCU films. But even now, none of those people who've never touched a comic in their life, but who have that character recognition, that cultural character recognition, wouldn't know who Black Cat is. Hmm. So that's the difference, I think. I think it would be interesting to be known as the Marvel guy, not the Venom guy. I mean, I have people that I wouldn't suspect ask me like questions about Venom, and I'm just like flabbergasted. Like I'm speechless. I don't know what to say to you right now, especially with them <laughs> damn movies. That, now, that was, I was going to ask you about these. Now, well, I haven't seen either of them at this point so disclaimer much okay all right well i like tom hardy i do like tom hardy but man was this a gut punch um first off this movie came out of absolutely nowhere with no no relation to spider-man whatsoever so that just screams to me that they're just trying to make some cash Mm -hmm. venom went from being the slobbering goofy villain that's always getting punked by spider-man to he is now probably one of the top three selling characters of marvel Mm. and it all happened in quick fashion um those movies just kind of came out of nowhere at the same time donny cates was writing the venom series which really brought life into the venom storyline it really tied it into the marvel universe as a whole and it was it was just blowing up then the movie came out now, a lot of people seem to enjoy that, which is totally fine. But for me, it was a little gut punch that anyone to throw up one of those type of deals. But <laughs> everyone kind of knows who Venom is now. And when they think of me, they think of that character. Oh. And it's like, oh, my Lord. So when the movie came out, I got a couple uh, free tickets for an advanced training. And I took my roommate, his girlfriend, and I took my now fiance to go see this movie and there was a few scenes in there that i literally was i felt myself sink in my chair like oh my god and i look over and they're all looking at me like this is this is what you're into and i'm like oh this is embarrassing i've never watched a marvel movie and felt embarrassed until i watched venom it was like holy crap well it's not a marvel movie technically I mean, exactly. It is, but it's made by Sony because they've got the rights to one of the characters. But it's not yes, a Marvel Studios movie. Yeah, and thank you for correcting me. I mean, shame on me, but yes, it's a Sony movie. Sony has a, a very good history of not knowing what the hell to do with these movies. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting now that a piece of the symbiote is in the MCU, we're going to get Peter with the black suit, and then it can go one of two ways, or maybe three ways. We either want to get a new Eddie Brock, meaning not Tom Hardy, in the MCU, or it will go to Matt Gargan, which is the Scorpion, and he is literally the most vicious version of Venom I've ever read in comics. He was the one that was eating the Asgard. Oh, okay, yeah, well, I'm with you. And then we got Flash Thompson, which is Agent Venom. And in Spider-Man No Way Home, or whatever the name of the movie is, he has his book he's toting around like, being the best friend of Spider-Man called Flashpoint. Flashpoint is the name of the storyline of which he bonds with the Venom symbiote. And if you look at all the Disney XD cartoons and all that stuff, they really push Agent Venom. Interesting. So I have a sneaking suspicion Agent Venom might become a in the MCU. Well, they, they, they'll have developed that character specifically so that they have a Venom character to play with that Sony doesn't have. 
if he loses his legs in any movie, if it doesn't matter what movie, if it's Shang-Chi 2 and they just show randomly a fight breakout and Flash happens to be there and, oh, there goes his legs, he's Agent Venom. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. I mean, <laughs> if he, if I remember correctly, that character was except, supposed to be exceptionally annoying in the uh, Tom yeah. Holland movies. Um, I think it was the third movie, uh, the one with Doctor Strange, um, yes. that he was doing that because um, he was on the J. Jonah Jameson um, news footage, if I remember correctly. Um, mm-hmm. I think I've got his autograph card around here somewhere, but where is it? Where is it? That's actually pretty cool, um, especially if yeah. he becomes Agent Venom. That's, yeah, I've got all the homecoming sense. ones. It's the only set that I've actually managed to get all the autos for. But I'm only, I'm halfway through. See, these are my, I've been gradually acquiring one touches for my MCU autographs. Um, and I've been getting kind of like, because they're not cheap. So I've been getting a few every month. Uh, where are my homecoming ones? They're in here. No, I've only done Michael Keaton. I've That's done. Awesome. Yeah, I've done Michael Keaton, so he's in there. Oh, look at these that. These are the foiling on these cards. Oh, that's look nice. Look at the brick. Yeah, I didn't notice It's that. kind of got that translucent silver foiling that they used a lot on Black Diamond. It's beautiful. I've no idea what it's actually called. Uh, I've got Ned. Got the Hobgoblin. Yeah, I tell you what, this guy's autograph is criminally undervalued. Seriously, you can pick that up really cheap. Um <sighs> And this young lady, just because I think she's lovely, she got one of the first slabs. Nice. But yeah, anyway, um, yeah, I'm slightly worried. There was a rumor of a Silver Sable and Black Cat movie called Black and Gold. I think it was going to be called. Mm-hmm. Um, that seems to have gone away. Um, but um, who knows? I don't know how deep the rabbit hole would go because I didn't really go after Gameverse Black Cat. No, I didn't either. So, um, so do you? Are you a character collector of the kind of cloth that Norin, myself, maybe a few others, who literally go after any appearance of yes. your character on a card? So, have you got a spreadsheet? No, I do not. And as a matter of fact, um, my Instagram, Old Man Venom, that was my secret checklist account. Oh wow! Okay, I, I had so many any comics that i would go into a shop and see something like do i have this i have no idea and i would buy it and i'd go home like son of a bitch i got four mm-hmm. now i got five mm-hmm. so that was my little checklist and and that just kind of blew up and then right now i've been really slacking on it but i created another instagram called old man venom's cards and that's kind of okay. like my checklist it's like a visual checklist to go through and gotcha. see everything i got gotcha but um speaking of being a character collector so this is Scorpion from the mm. uh, 2017 Fleer Ultra Spider-Man. This is yeah. actually Venom. Like if you look, he's got the teeth and everything. It's yeah, Venom, I've, Venom, I've always Venom. been confused by that card. So thank you for clearing that up because I look at that because I don't, you know, I've just got the base metal version of those. The only one I've gone colored on is the Black Cats. Um, I, and- got, I got this for 50 back before everything blew up because I think really no one cares. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. also because... I went after it because like this is a venom like this is a actual comic book cover it's a second print cover venom wears that scorpion suit for maybe a few panels long enough to inject anti-venom with some serum that uh norman osborne made and then once the the anti-venom symbiote melts away and it's just eddie brock 
he bursts out of the scorpion suit as Venom and he's ready to eat him, but the symbiote still loves him and won't let Matt Gargan eat him. Oh, interesting. So this is technically a Venom card, even though it's wow. scorpion. Okay. That's how Love deep it. I go with this stuff. No, 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 this is good. I mean, do you, uh, some people <laughs> no, <laughs> goes, um, <laughs> actually, to be fair, I don't think he went as deep as this. I think he, he, he considered, and I think he might have a few cards, where Silver Surfer is just mentioned on there in text, but I don't go that deep. Oh, <laughs> it has to be a no. visual representation. So, I kind of was doing that with comic books. Like there would be like a panel and you know, spectacular Spider-Man where Peter thinks back and you just see Venom jumping for like a split second, and I'd be like, Yep, I need that. Eventually I got to a point where it's like, I don't need that. I really don't. No. Um I don't think I have any. I think this is as obscure as it goes. It's Venom as Scorpion, but I don't have... No, that, like... is, that, is, that is pretty obscure. That is pretty obscure. Um, I've, you, I know you're a big Spider-Man guy, so I'm going to show you this, which yeah. arrived this week. Oh, that is beautiful. So this is Amazing Spider-Man, annual number two from 1965, and it is a beta, as we call them. Um, it is knackered. Um, however, it's mine, and I don't care. So yeah. the covers had tape. Uh, the cover is actually almost completely detached front and back, but it's complete and it's readable and it reprints. Uh, it's got a, an original Doctor Strange story and it reprints Spider-Man one, two, three, and five, I think. Really, and it's amazing. And it's from 1965, and it smells. It smells gorgeous. And look at that cover. I mean, that's a gorgeous cover. Just I do love iconic. these vintage. I mean, it's got, you know, it's got, you can see it's got pen on it and things like that, but yeah, that adds character, man. But you know, I don't care. And this is this, you, know, you often see them actually in the UK. You see, there's that stamp in the top corner. It's an ink yep. stamp, that circular ink stamp. That's um, uh, basically someone's uh, like a bookshop or something has just put a stamp on, you just put their price mark on there. So you often get those with copies in the UK. That's slick. But, I, it's, I have, it's beautiful. I saw it for. I have quite a few uh, vintage Amazing Spider-Man comics. I try not mm. to go down that that rabbit hole because number one, I can't afford it. Number two, oh, tell me about. I've it. got enough Venom stuff. Yeah, I don't need to start going. I mean, Spider-Man. that was that was twenty five bucks. I That's mean, not I big. could have spent four times that and got a much nicer copy. But you know what? I'm not. It, it for me. I as long as it's complete and without any pieces missing, um, and um, I can read it. That's what it's all mm-hmm. about. If I want a slab copy for display, I'll get a slab copy for display. But that's for reading. That's for my collection. So um, I, I have something for you feel, here. I strongly feel that certain things, gray does not matter. If you really love it, mm. gray doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. No, that's for mine. That's for mine. My, my amazing Spider-Man 121, 122 are um, water damaged. I've had them for over 20 years. And they're complete, but they're rippled. Because mm-hmm. uh, they were ballast copies. Because when when stuff used to get shipped over, the, you know they're in bundles. These books, you know, it's like literally newsprint yeah. bundles. Yeah, and, that's um, if they're in the boat and they're at the bottom, they get wet. <laughs> yeah, so, that is so the nuts. ones that did. They're called they're called in the UK are called ballast copies. Hmm. Um, so, but yeah, I was, you know, and literally those are those are those are hundreds of dollars. Those books in anything near decent condition. Um, and I picked these up 20 years ago and um, knowing they were knackered, but they're complete. That's the thing. The colors are fine on them. They're just rippled, you know, because they've dried yeah, out. Hey. So it doesn't matter as long as it okay. brings you happiness. They're okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, are you familiar with 
because I know you've listened to it, but I don't know if you've managed to watch it. Are you familiar with the Marvel versus cards that Panini have brought out? Yes. Yes. And thank you for that. I was, I was at work the other day listening to it. The machine's running in the background and I heard my name pop up. I was like, so Marvel versus, so you can buy, (laughs) you can buy these. um, In fact, you can buy these for um, six pounds. So that's what, $8. Um, and this is a starter binder pack. So in the binder, you get three packs of cards and you get a limited edition in these. You get a limited edition Captain America. It's the Avengers, but mainly Captain America card. Um, and you've obviously got the little thing. Mm-hmm. This is a plastic. It's a fairly cheap binder, but, you know, this isn't this isn't made for higher end collectors like the stuff you get mm-hmm. in America. It's meant to be sold in stores to kids. But this comes out. You know, so you could put this into a separate binder. And, uh, oh, look what's on the back there. Oh, that's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm eyeballing it. And then inside, you've got like a little bit about the set with some pages. So, you oh. know, just in itself, that's a nice little thing. Um, so you've got that. Let me slide that very carefully back into there. The reason I say very carefully is because this is yours. So, um, and it will be coming oh, to yeah. you. Um, there's a little leaflet again, full of venom and carnage all over it, because he's on the packs and he's oh. on the boxes. So that stays inside there. And then at the back, you've got another thing that comes out. So let's take this out of here. Oh, dude, that is sick. I go. love how you can do this. Hang on. Oh, there we go. Again, Marvel versus on the back. What's this? Oh, if only. It's a visual checklist of the set. Oh, wow. Dude, I miss checklists. With artists and uh, heads up, Upper Deck. This is how you do it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Look at this. It's beautiful. That's wild. And it credits credits the issue. It credits the artist. And it walks you through the whole set. And then just on the inside back, you've got a lovely Jean Grey. You know, you know, it's crazy. The comic collector and me sitting here thinking, I wonder if you can get that slabbed. What this? Yeah, I've, I've been handling it a bit, so I don't know. But anyway, there's a there's a there's a card <laughs> one seven three, which is Venom, which is Todd McFarlane artwork from issue three hundred. Uh, so I have I don't think I've managed to get one of those yet because the local store around the corner has run out of packs. Um, what else? He's in here more than once. He's also in here on the card that is the artwork that's listed on the front, which I'm looking for um, because it's in the set. That one I don't have, but I do have the McFarlane. I think it's a a three panel. It's like Uh, yes, it is. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So the card that's the the artwork that's on the packs and on the front of the binder. I'm I'm looking. I'm looking through the visual checklist, which is why it's so cool. I mean, you can just look through it and. uh, and so it is in the set. I'm just trying to find it. These are all very small pictures, and I'm an old man. Um, where are you, Venom Carnage? Anyway, it's in the set somewhere. Take my word for it. It's in the set somewhere. But, oh, there's a Carnage, card 127. Are you into Carnage as well, or was it just Venom? Mm-hmm. I collect all symbiotes, but Venom is the number okay. one. So Carnage is in here as well. So if I get one of those, that's yours also. Um, is Null in here? I don't think he is. Anyway, I will 
you, you'll be able to have a look through this. Oh, yeah, Venom's in here. Card 76, Symbiote Spider-Man issue one variant. So he's in here on his own. And then the Oh, arc... I know, Zach, the Ryan Brown. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's, that's it. That's the card. one. Ryan Brown did, has yeah. done one of the best Black Hat covers I've, I've seen ever. And um, He's incredible. Last year, yeah. The eyes on, on the cover um, that he did of Black Hat are just phenomenal. I cannot find. I know it's a card in the set. But there are three limited edition cards. So depending on what you buy. So if you buy one of these, you get the Avengers one. There's a Loki and Thor limited edition card. Um, and all the limited edition card is, it's just a, a slightly sparklier version of a card that's in the set. Uh, but it's printed mm -hmm. with kind of a sparkle board. Um, now, you can get uh, a multi-pack, which comes on wrapped in a kind of a thing film thing like a bag poly bag um you can get those and in those you get five packs of the cards you also get another limited edition card oh very nice of that artwork now foil. yeah the only problem is and you can see this one is curved the packs mm -hmm. and the card they stick the adhesive of the card backing yeah but you know what i wouldn't and, care I'd, and I'd that stays that well it stays sticky that's the problem so i've managed to get two and you can see they're curved as well because you have to mm -hmm. you have to get them off there um both of those that stuck to me oh. <laughs> so if you sleeve it game over you'll never get it out these aren't, these aren't spider powers this is this is the adhesive. No, this is the yeah this is the adhesive so i bought one wow. more pack I took a gamble. Got you one without adhesive on it. Oh, you are a gentleman. So that is yours. That's coming your way along with that pack. Wow. And I've even got you an empty wrapper. With the awesome. They Dude. don't open too well because they're kind of waxy paper stuff. So it's not the neatest, but the front is good. So you'll be able to put that in a, in a, in fact, awesome. I think I've got like a widescreen card top loader that will fit in. He says, yeah, strolling off camera, which is the best thing to do when you're talking to someone. Will it fit in there? Yes, it will. Brilliant. There we go. So it's not the cleanest top loader in the world, but it'll keep it nice and neat. Yeah. Yep. I got this. And uh, Oh, you've got a card. That's a, like a card saver type thing. Yeah. Now, that's different. Yeah. That's like a flexible plastic. Very nice. Amazing Spider-Man. Now, will that fit in there? Will it? Oh. That is one thing. I've been trying to go back and yes. get the... Uh, the packs with symbiotes on them, empty mm. packs. There we go. Just about managing to squeeze. Oh, I've got to be very careful because I don't want it to crease. Oh man, it's almost in there. Anyway, that's. I'll <laughs> I'll finish doing that when I'm not being observed because I'll just get. Hang on. Yep. The there we go. Room. It's in. Oh yeah. Oh, that's sick. That's like the. Uh... There you go. So they're on their way to you if you give me your address because UK to US shipping has now reopened, which is brilliant. Yes, there you go. So, I know that's been an issue for a while. Oh, mate, two months. Well, I couldn't, I couldn't, um, listen, I'll, um, it's, it's such a shame that these, I'm actually going to write to Panini UK and complain mm -hmm. and see if they send me fresh ones. That's why they do that. I'm really, I'm, it's such a poor decision on their part. The only reason that one doesn't have the tape on it is because it had been obviously put on there by machine or something when they when they package them up. 
which is another reason why I think they're slightly curved because they've been held by something as they've mm-hmm. been put down. Um, I think the um, the tape hadn't quite gone all the way along the backing card. So the one that I've managed to save had barely touched the tape. So it was held in place, but it hadn't fully adhered. So That's yeah. just crazy. So anyway, that's yours, my friend. Um, Dude, thank we, you for that. Can we talk about the intro artist that you chose? Because before we recorded, yes, yes, we can. I I showed you the um the the file, the vault of our intro artists, and you chose Miss Bella Rashton. Bella Rashton, absolutely, he's amazing. Any t- Why did you choose Bella? Well, any chance to you know get her name out there anymore? Not like people don't know, but why not do it? I think she deserves it. Like she is very underrated in my opinion. The fact that she's not doing comic books and covers and stuff like that is just mind blowing. She could literally do a Marvel masterpieces like by herself. She's that good. There's so many different sketch card artists out there, but there's a few that they just shine like no other. And she's mm. one of them. Mm. Yeah, she's she's amazing. Um, this. <laughs> I've not commissioned her myself to do stuff, but my good friend Pankit um, gifted yeah, me these great dude. in the summer. So the one on the this side, oh that my is Lord. that is a print. I mean, look at that! I believe. I think that's original. Um, but Pankit look gifted me these from from Bella. She does I've... shading with pencils. It Isn't is that amazing? Mesmerizing. Isn't that amazing? I'll tell you another guy you need to check out on the whole. Oh, shading and pencil side um ron leary ron leary jr um who's done quite a few uh covers as well and like he's a professional artist um and i met him at boston fan expo but he's not far from your neck of the woods um he's a superb guy but his his stuff is is on a you know is kind of on this wavelength as well um uh, but bella yeah bella's work is amazing she she always definitely does forward me some that looks like a cover. Slap the black hat logo at the bottom, issue one. Put yeah. a Marvel something there. Yeah. Oh my God. Both Anyone that can do traditional art and make it low key look like digital art, I'm mm-hmm. a fan. Isn't that stunning? So Bella. Amazing. Have you got any um, have you got any pieces by her? No, but I would love to get a Venom. I seen she do she did a Venom sketch card. Same thing with uh Iden. I seen he did a couple of venom sketch cards oh yes i would love yes yes they know each other i think they're from the same neck of the woods she referenced I, him I, on, on i do see interview. them i do uh, chatting from time to time yeah i did listen to her interview dude once again your your podcast is incredible just be a part of this is awesome i listen to this all the time at work oh bless like, you thank you it's so informative one of the things you guys did with your podcast the red flash or casino that that is so important to this hobby, especially how things are now. Because mm. I hear a lot of gambling talk and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I see people kind of do this with comics where they buy everything that comes out, all 50 variants that come out, out because they all, they're, they're, t- they're taking that gamble that it's going to be this huge money book. We got a, a first appearance, it seems like, every week in every Marvel comic now. So it's mm. like over, over the top. But the cards, like they literally open a pack and then you get that red flashing. Like that's yeah, gotta yeah, be yeah. doing something to people's brains. Oh, it's a dopamine hit. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the same. They, they kind of gamified it, I guess is the best way to phrase it. Um, mm-hmm. 
in the way that you know when, when you're playing like mario or anything like that you get a little ding like when you when you achieve something <laughs> yeah. but that uh-huh. is that is proven to 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 yep. it's like a reward thing in your brain and it it actually makes you feel good it's actually proven that there's certain sounds and certain ways of doing it so it, it's effectively t- taking a leaf from that playbook um yeah, Which the is way smart. Done it. yeah yeah it's hats off smart. that's off to them um Sorry, I'm just I'm just looking on. Uh, I don't know why this has caught my eye. My f- Facebook just pinged, and I opened it. Someone's sending a Liddy Lee card for a hundred dollars on on the group, and I'm like, surely that's a mistake. <laughs> surely that's a yeah. mistake. Um, I think you might have missed a zero there. Yeah. Um, in fact, I can't even. I've see had quite it. a few people message me one of her sketch cards. It's like a thousand bucks, and I'm like, bro, that's incredible. But I'm not about to drop a thousand bucks on a sketch card. Um. I'm not too big on sketch cards. I do love them. I do appreciate them, but it's not something that I. But I'm you don't collect them yourself. Them. You mean? I have I have one besides my own. Okay. The one I kept for my own is a personal achievement. And then, where are we at here? Where are we at here? Oh, here we go. Joe Saint Pierre. Oh, on, good choice. He worked on the Venom comics in the nineties. Yes. Popped up for like two hundred bucks. Yeah, I, I met him it. at Boston Fan Expo. Lovely guy. But this this is like history to me. Yeah, that's she worked on the card. comics. That's Dude, an amazing I posted, card. I posted it in the group, and several people, I guess, went and looked at the eBay sold listing, and they got mad. That's something I kind of wanted to bring up. Why were they mad? Were they mad because they wanted to get it at that price because they love Venom like me, or were they mad because they wanted to get it at that price so they could flip it for a thousand plus? Now this is interesting. Were they openly mad or were they DM yeah. mad? No, they were openly like, "Oh, what the hell? That listing they, they did this card disservice and that went too cheap." Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, "Screw that! Just screw card. all you guys." They want with it. <laughs> Number one, I love Venom. You know, yeah. I'm not buying this to flip. They're, I mean, somebody could look at that and they they see an easy probably thousand dollars. I look at it, I see a piece of history of something mm-hmm. I've been collecting since I was a child. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. People yeah. uh they do kind of get mad about stuff. If if there's one thing I've noticed in the card world, so um, I reached the pinnacle of collecting Venom. You know what I mean? Um, there's nothing really left to collect except for the new issues that are coming out. Of course, yeah. yeah. So I so I kind of transitioned back into the cards, and at this point, I it's changed so much. Like I said, I didn't know what the hell EPAC was. I didn't know what a PMG was. I went in there blind. Jonathan was the one to show me the way and teach me what to look for and this and that. But um, mm. there's a lot of people I've noticed in the card world that play it very close to the chest. But I guess I can understand seeing that some of these cards fetch anywhere from ten to twenty to thirty thousand dollars. I guess it brings a different. That's the tier. exception rather than the rule. But yeah, yeah, it it brings a different like class of thinking to the hobby whereas comics you know you can buy for for two dollars and maybe a month later you get lucky and oh this is hot there's a movie about this character it's a thousand dollar book or whatever but and also condition yeah you can still you can buy in all levels you can just buy a lower condition copy i um like i said when it comes to certain things condition doesn't really matter i have a i'm not going to dig it out but it's the 2012 uh, venomized Mary Jane variant cover for Amazing Spider-Man. 
Oh yeah, it's one yeah. of the most sought after modern variant covers next to like a Del Auto Spider Man. I wow. got it at an eight point five, but I almost passed on it because of the grade. You know, I felt that like mm, it's eight point five, and I had to hold oh, shut the hell up. You will never come across this book again. You'll be an idiot not to take this. So I took it, and I'm glad I did because it completed the set of 19 covers that I was trying to complete. And honestly, it, I've never seen it again outside of eBay. I think there's one on wow. eBay right now, 9.8, like five grand. I don't got five grand to just throw out a book. No, 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 no. No, exactly. I was lucky to I was lucky to do a payment plan. I think I paid like three hundred and fifty some odd dollars, and I had somebody offer me one thousand two hundred for it. And I was like, you know what? That's tempting, but I can't break up the set. That's a book. Yeah. If I let go of, it's never coming back. No, 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 no. Yeah, once you step off. Now that's the interesting thing because of the fact that you know we were talking about the fact that that prices prices on things change whether you like it or not. So if you've owned it for mm-hmm. 10 years and the price changes, that's not, you know, that's not your doing. That's just, you know, the way things go, you know, inflation, the market, whatever, whatever, um, you know, and it's, it's like that um, disclaimer you get on financial product advertising, the value of investments may fall as well as rise. So, mm-hmm. but from, you know, from, from, for me, certainly, I mean, it's, um, I uh, certainly sold a few things in the last 18 months and some of them did benefit from the fact that the market was higher than when I got, them. um, and you know, some of it's down to timing, but equally I've sold yep. some sketch cards recently that have gone for less than I paid for, but you know, I've priced them, I think fairly. And some of them I've held my guns on as well. Um, because I think, you know, they're genuinely worth w- w- what I'm, what I'm asking and, or I'd be taking a loss. You know, I'm not, so it's weird. Sketches are so subjective that you, that you, some you'll be happy to take a loss on, others you won't. <laughs> there mm-hmm. might not be any rhyme or reason for it. But um, but the interesting thing is with cards, sorry, with comics, there's quite an inbuilt, and it's been around for a while now, kind of a, a, a specular, spec, uh, like a spec deck kind of vibe oh, yeah. going on. Um, I mean, I've got apps for it. Um, I've got an app here on my phone that's called... I won't even uh, see it the name of it okay well key collector yeah you know so you can that go in and try to can... pay me off did he interesting mm-hmm. it's a nice enough app you know i mean i won't ever pay for it and to be honest with you this is the first time i've opened it in over a year so um but you know it's handy for your research but uh you know from for my comic collection i've moved on to clz now which is what i've started to use for stuff um because it's more about just listing your stuff and, and not necessarily worrying about how much it is or how much it's going to be but the um that doesn't really exist with with cards as much or at least it didn't used to i think it's more of a thing now um i mean people do buy and they talk about okay what's the value in that box you know what am i likely to get out of it am i going to realize the value on it that kind of thing which is and, crazy to me and i think i think it's just a different way of thinking i'm, I'm always you know, it just I'm I'm always quite careful on the podcast just to just to be open to the fact that different people do things in different ways. You know, it's the whole collect what you love mm-hmm. thing and collect how you love. Um, but it isn't it isn't something that you know I personally you know do is is not my mindset. But um, but sure, you know, if I buy a box of um, 
I'm looking at the recent MCU releases there. You know, if I buy a box of one division and it just gets two film sales in, then, you know, it was a fun, you know, it's a fun rip for the price, you know, because it was only $120, mm-hmm. whatever it is. If I've spent 350 or 450 on a box, yeah. different conversation. It becomes a different story. Yeah. yeah. It, it, so I get it. I completely get it. Um, it's, um, yeah, it's a strange one. And it's a, it's a strange thing that, um, cause I, I do that as well with the, um, uh, cards and, uh, comics, you know, I've, I've started going after, fortunately, she's not had as many as Venom, but with her solo series that started in 2019, I think that issue one had over 30 covers mm. at least that I'm aware of. I think there's probably a few more that I'm not aware of. And then issue two had maybe 10 to 12 of them. And there's others. There's a Bill Sinkevich of issue two. I would love this super limited. Um, and I'd love one of those simply because when we spoke to Bill Sinkevich, I pulled him up on the fact that I'd never seen him do Black Cat. <laughs> Lo and behold, Black Cat issue two comes out. It's got that cover. <laughs> but to be fair, I think he'd done it before we spoke to him, but I'd just not seen it. Um, he definitely has you in mind. He, yeah, I don't think he has <laughs> me in mind at all. I think I'm, I'm well and truly rearview mirror. He did it once on a fun afternoon, but he's a lovely fella. Um I'm being disingenuous. He's he's a really nice guy, and he does he does pay attention when you comment on on Facebook. He he does interact, which is cool. Um, but the whole kind of thing that I find is if I find that I've either got nothing to chase on the cards front, or I'm just a bit poor at the moment, and everything out there is kind of you know because I've apart from newer stuff, I've I've maybe got a dozen or so cards that I'm looking to fill backfill for black cat, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty much there apart from stuff that I didn't know existed. Like yesterday I discovered a card game that has a black cat. in, And <laughs> I found it on eBay UK. And I'm once we finish this, I'm going to hit the button and acquire it for five bucks. There you go. Just to get that <laughs> game card. Do you see what I mean? But it's affordable to do that. But the thing is with comics is that unless you're going for one of them crazy limited ratio variants, it's pretty affordable. For the it most takes part, up a lot yes. of room. Yeah. Oh, oh God, does it take up so much room, dude? So I'm I'm at a, a stage in my life where hang on, hang on, I've just got a pan around. You see all this lot behind? Yes. Me? There's loads there. You can't really. Sorry. Yes. Let me move out of the way. Uh, there we go. Loads. <laughs> it's all stacked up there. Dude, that first off, Bravo! I didn't know that you were that deep into actually collecting comics. Uh, yeah, awesome. and I've trimmed That's down. This is half of what I had two years ago. Um, Comics and cars go hand in hand, baby. They do. They do. I mean, I think most of this is, to be fair, most of this I've trimmed right back now. Most of this is Amazing Spider-Man, Spec or Web. I think I'm about 15 issues off having every issue of Spectacular Spider-Man, Volumes 1 and 2. Volumes 1, 2 and 3, sorry, because when it came back and did issue 300, that was Volume 3. Um but I kind of I'd drawn a line at a certain point. So with Amazing Spider-Man, I dropped off. I jumped off 801 when Dan Slot left. I tried to carry on, but it was just insipid and really badly plotted, and I didn't care about it, about the way it was going anymore. <laughs> Boomerang as a roommate. I mean, it's, it's just awful. I mean, it's just awful. <laughs> Venom has um, had its share of awful comics, man. Yeah, I had it's to, just, I had it it's just not good. It's not good. Yeah. Um, you know, and I've I, I, I tried, but you know, I've just isn't. I'm still, you know, I'll be chipping away Amazing Spider-Man until I'm in the grave. You know, I won't, I, it's unlikely I'll ever finish that run. But. That is a near impossibility, but 
I, I um, like I said, I got a few from the Amazing Spider-Man. I have the uh, I forget the issue number, but the cover says like just a guy named Joe. I wanted that just for uh, that. I think it's issue thirty-six. I might have it. It was the, but it was the last, it. the last Stanley, and I think Steve Ditko. Oh no, that's thirty-eight. Yeah, that's thirty-eight. Yeah. So I wanted that just because of the, a guy named Joe. I wanted to put it in a frame, and I found one at my comic shop, and it was like, it was <laughs> like uh. I do have it, and I'm going to get it. So bear with me, folks. It was like eighty bucks at the time. I'm like, man, I don't know about that. But I eventually sold a few books in towards a uh, store credit, and I got it, and it's gone up significantly since then. It has, yeah, it really has, because someone else is since. It's one of these ones that's now kind of a key. So this is terrible. Mm-hmm. This is terrible for people watching. I'm going to pause. I'll edit this bit out because I'm determined to get this book to show people because it is such a. Nice I want to dig something up too. Let's, yeah, let's do a digging party. We are back, baby. Oh, yeah. Right. What a success. Here we go. Yep. There she is. Dude, I've, I love this. Such a good cover. Such a good cover. I mean, I just, just wanted just to check it out. Just because of that. Just yeah. a guy named Joe. I mean, just look. It's such a good Spidey. I mean, what a way to go. To go, you know. That I have cover. grown to love these vintage Spider-Man covers. The art. The, all the wording everywhere like they don't do that now like just a guy no. named joe spidey has fighting best they don't do that anymore no it's just beautiful cover frills spills chills enough said i mean look at that <laughs> just and, look at that i actually read through there and all the all the uh advertisements for like you're tired of having bullies kick sand in your face at the beach buy this yeah. rubber band thing and yeah. get all jacked it's like it's so interesting they are hilarious just wait just wait till so there's a word made up there. Wait with apostrophe, LL. Just wait. Wait till, Yeah, I can't, I can't pronounce it. I don't New know York the accent. You see the offbeat supervillain starring in this ish. He's the prize pushy, <laughs> pussycat of the year. That's brilliant. <laughs> I mean, no one talks like that now. No one writes sure as heck writes nope. like that now. No. Uh, that's Stan Lee for you. That's that's incredible, dude. Isn't it? Disney, beautiful, beautiful book. Beautiful this is book. for you. I dedicate this to you because. Because we have something in common too, but I don't go as too heavy. Oh, nice. Very nice. It's the oh, it's a newsstand outline. Yeah, but it, you know yeah. how most of them have that little black line, the marker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason, that it bugged nice. me. So to find one without it, it yeah, like, oh, that's beautiful. I actually, weirdly, I know they're rarer, the ones with the barcode. Um, but I prefer the ones with the little face or the image or whatever it is in them. Yeah, uh, especially if it's a black suit Spidey. Yeah, but, I just, I just, I just prefer them. Um, not so much that I go through my collection like <laughs> wheedling them out and like um, uh, taking them out of there. But um, I did go through a phase of I did have issue thirty nine, the one after this, mm-hmm. which is um, a, a key issue uh you know the one with goblin and he's flying along and he's got peter parker behind him or spidey behind him and that's uh Romita's first cover and first issue um so of course it's a it's a big book um that's, yeah that's key but i offloaded it because it wasn't a it wasn't a sense copy it was a hmm. pence copy uk uh issue which is which is crazy because I've, I've said this before but it's exactly the same book printed in exactly the same factory but for the last x percentage of the print run they swapped out the little plate bit there and just had it print with a 10d uk price on 
because that's what it that's what it showed as. And so you've got copies that were made with English price on. And there's a and there's a massive there's always a massive every every once in a while it, it flares up on a Facebook group or a forum, you know, pence versus cents, which is preferred, which is best, you know, it's all this sort of stuff. Um and the the honest answer is they're exactly the same book, just with that one tiny difference. I mean, exactly the same book, printed on exactly that the same paper, down, exactly the same time. Um, that but comes for me, down to either you're collecting it or you're trying to invest in it. Yeah, exactly. But for me, and this is this is this is um, a preference. I prefer them with cents on because comics and the whole thing is Americana for me. You know, it's, it's part mm-hmm. of the American kind of cultural pop cultural thing. Um, so it has to be. A, so I sold that issue and I still haven't replaced it. And it would now cost me a lot more <laughs> to do so. Yeah. Um, so if you're going to do that, so what's your now? Obviously, you're you're about to have other <laughs> to deal with, um, literally. In in <laughs> uh, in in in, in truth, That's a full. Um, <laughs> hopefully not full. Although it will happen. Um, <laughs> what's your kind of? What's your kind of next? What's the future for Joe Joseph the collector? Where's your where's your head that's at? A, that's an interesting question. So this has really made me look at everything completely different. Number one, my priorities completely changed. Um it's got me to the point where I have had a literal horde of Venom comics for almost 15, almost 20 plus years now. Mm. It's time to start shedding the collection to number one raise any type of money I can to help like have a nice financial cushion for my family and everything. And at the same time to help me keep up with these godforsaken card prices, because mm. I have leaned heavily more into cards uh, as lately. So right now I'm kind of in a phase where I'm thinning out the collection. I've realized that I don't need every last thing. And realistically, what am I supposed to do when she turns like 18? Be like, here you go, baby girl, and just dump a dump truck's worth of Venom <laughs> comics on her. Like, sell yeah, them yeah. off. It just makes no sense. I'm right mm. now more focused on trying to have a better curated collection, which probably sounds crazy to say. No, not like, so. For example, if I had the other book available, it would make more sense. But this is original art by Addie Granoff for the That's 1 beautiful. in 10 variant cover of. Uh, appearance of anti-venom this is something that i would much rather have compared to this short box over here which is stuffed mm-hmm. mainly full of exclusives so like my uh have the amazing spider-man issue 300 uh it's great it's 7.5 it's a newsstand and it's signed by stan lee that's never going to go anywhere but i'm just more or less looking to declutter you know what really hit me was once i started making this room I separated the collection with the super rare, super valuable stuff is still here. And then all the rest of the stuff is in storage. And excuse my Frank, but, or excuse my French. What the f am I doing? I'm paying <laughs> to store this stuff now. Mm-hmm. Once I reached that point, it was like, okay, something's got to change. So I'm now going through all that. And then with trading cards, it's so much easier to store. Like I have a, yeah, I custom built my desk here. And I'll pick this up. Try not to get too much stuff, but let's see. Oh, very nice. These are all my one touches. So this is this is in a drawer. 
that you pulled out there. You've got all your one touches. Yep. Very yep. nice. So it's much easier to store. I can mm -hmm. build myself like a, a file cabinet looking thing, store the cards in there. Whereas the comics, it's literal mountains of we, yeah. we saw you, you got it behind you. It's just too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I definitely want to stay in the hobby as a collector, but as far as being this completionist, like I don't, I already reached that point. I've completed everything and now I'm just surrounded by just tons of stuff that I don't need. So until we get ourselves a house, which I'm hoping the market changes soon, um, I, I, I don't need a museum's worth of Venom's collectibles. I just mm -hmm. want a nice mm -hmm. curated room that's easy to look at and not like yeah. every last inch is something to look at. And, oh, there's a box full of stuff with more boxes that's full of more stuff like I'm just really thinning it out, and at this point, I'm just trying to go back and get some of the trading cards that I missed because I, I'm basically doing what I did with comics. I did collect uh, Batman, Wolverine, Deadpool, all that good stuff yeah. like a lot of comic book collectors do, but I eventually realized I'm always looking for Venom, so I just thinned the herd and just started mm. collecting Venom. Mm. I sold off all the other stuff and was able to get the bigger Venom books that I missed. And now I'm kind of doing that with cards. I'm selling off all the doubles and triples of books that I don't need. And I'm going back and getting like this bronze carnage PMG. Beautiful. Yeah. I missed out Beautiful. on that. Mm. So I was able to get that without touching the bank account. And that's something that I'm really trying to do is like let the collection turn itself into a better collection. Yeah. Yeah, that makes no, sense. That's, that, no, it makes absolutely perfect sense. Um, I've been having fun with getting some of the um, stuff, uh, some of the 90s, noughties, even more recent stuff um, graded. Not mm -hmm. grading it myself, just buying, like, you know, people go do lally in terms of price, and um, there's not that many of them around, you know, for the 10s. I don't care about the 10s. Give me a 7 or 8. Even a six. It's more about the display and the visualness of it being sealed that I like. I'm a sucker for CDC. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, nice leaderboard. So that Marvel Annual leaderboard card, those are, there's not that many of those around. I got this for 35 bucks. There's wow. one raw, one COMC for 230 and then the Venom's even more, Yeah, which drives me nuts. Yeah. Um, that's another thing Jonathan told me about. COMC, check out my cards or whatever. ComC, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. What mm. the hell is ComC? Mm. I'm so glad he showed me that. But um, where is that? I know we talked about this beforehand, so I don't know if we talked about it on here, but I had a PSA slab as a 7 that I would like to crack live for the first time. Yes, that's right. Well, should we, should we, should we do that? Let's let's, yeah. let's get into it. I'm I haven't got you anything else go to crack. Want to go ahead and try and do that? Um, or show you now. I from from having seen people do it with different slabs. Um, I believe two top corners are your starting point. Yep. So I forgot my safety glasses, so don't mind me. I'm gonna go with okay. brother style. That's okay. This is good. This is good. I love it. All right. Um. Now, while you're getting that ready, uh, uh, you you mentioned that you built that little cabinet for yourself. That's your day mm -hmm. job, mad skills, isn't it? You, you're handy with yes. wood. Yeah. I'm a carpenter. I pretty much do like a 
any oh my god in the tri-state area any medical building like we've pretty much done all the cabinetry all the reception desks we did oh wow all the suites for the volume stadium we completely redid all them um <laughs> uh medicinal shops uh if you understand what I'm saying, medicinal marijuana we i know exactly what you're saying yep, yep. that's all we do i built this desk i built another desk and then this wall used to be lined up with uh custom built shelves that had led lights with all my slabs on it oh. which is now gone it's just a blank, blank wall but oh. i could i could totally build something just like this that I showed you and have it be almost as tall as me and put yeah, locks yeah, yeah. in it and that could just be cards and there there it is whereas comics are everywhere yeah comics is a yeah it's a commitment anyway right so we're going in so what is it what is it you're about to crack show it before you crack it so this this is a 2020 marvel uh, metal spider-man screen light fx orange it's graded okay. a seven um oh damn i'm forgetting the name a gentleman he's actually have you, have you heard of the um the marvel roundtable yes 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 on youtube yeah yes uh he on one of their shows not too long ago which i got to meet a couple of dudes like alonzo and scandal and all that which was cool he messaged me and was like bro because he knows i've been trying to rainbow this card he's like this is up on ebay it's really cheap you know you might be able to get it and i'm like dude that's that's going to go up it's a it's limited out of 25 it's going to go up he's like i don't know because of the grade well sure enough he was right and i got it for I want to say $35. I keep getting $35 deals for some reason, but I'm well, almost positive that's how much it get was. Get me a few of those, then I'll be happy with that. Thank you. Right. <laughs> but once it showed up, you know, I mainly collect the one touches and then I'm more fan I'm more of a fan of CGC, and that's just the comic book collector in me. Yeah. I really yeah, like yeah. the way they present. So I decided you know, I'm just gonna crack it and put it in the one touch. Because I have well, I have the red PNG. Um I have all the colors actually. Used a red, which I really Very nice. Red Very nice. I don't have a red. Actually, no, I just acquired it's with my boy Donnie, actually, who's also in Maryland. He's um hmm. he's about to mail over to me, and in there is a red oh very nice. In there is a red high series, oh. I want to say. There we go. This one, mm. dude, the red the red PMGs are so nice, but this has like a printer. They all have like a printer scrape. Got that through nice. a tree. That's your venom. I love, I love how I put these sunglasses on prematurely. No, that's okay. Anti venom, good. Got this from Mr. Jonathan Dunn. Yeah. Thank you again, sir. Of course. Of course. This, this is my venom PMG. All right. Is that's that a red? Yeah. yeah, it's red. Okay. And then the red agent venom, which this, I love this card. The mm. cover work is by, or the card artwork is by Ramos. And yes. it's from a one in thirty variant cover that is so unbelievably rare. Really? Well, it's a cheaper way of <laughs> owning the um owning yeah. the artwork. I think I've only got one. So I've got I've obviously got my full black hat PMG rainbow. Um but the only one that purple. Mm. But I've got that that bronze graded. And that'll do me. Dude. That's the thing. Yeah. When I when I buy these, I I don't I don't want to get I I don't seek to get all the parallels. So I happen to get this one. So I, if I, you know I, unless I see it for like really cheap, I won't go for like the base metal or any of the other colors. PSA, I just want one 
of those, if, mm-hmm. that, if that makes sense. And that'll do me that'll do me quite nicely. Um, I've no need to go for, you know, multiple kind of variants in PSA. It's just, and especially with those older 90 sets, you don't have all those variants. So, yeah, it's so just... This kind of reminds me of the exclusive variant game for comic books. Mm-hmm. Like there's a bazillion of them, and now all of a sudden you got a bazillion different parallels, which I tried really not to go too crazy, but I guess I did. I actually planned on sitting this out, and I was just going to try and scoop stuff you know, from Comp or Comp C and whatnot. And I started to see the prices of them, and it was just like, Jesus, Lord, especially like the Venoms, like a Venom Orange. I don't know how I'm going to ever get that, if I ever even will. So I sold a few cards. I bought a few packs of cards, and I must have had the craziest luck ever. I got a pink Captain America, a pink Ant-Man, a turquoise silk, and a red PMG uh, Ironheart. Nice. And I traded all of them to be able to get um, most of the Spider-Man metal cards that I have. Like I got the gold bullion uh, Venom Achievement. Uh, a whole bunch of Agent Venom, different color parallels. I have almost all the pinks, except for the two Venoms. I have all the grandiose. Any any symbiote card from that set, I almost have all of them. Wow. And that was, that was strictly through buying packs from selling comics and then trading those cards. I found a gentleman who was hoarding these Ironheart PMGs. He had like four of them. He sent me a trade that I missed out on. And I was literally heartbroken. It had a, a Carnage pink, um, a couple of the Planet Metals. I just said, I'm looking for Symbio cards, and he must have sent me 30 of them. Oh, and my I was goodness. like, I missed it. It's not available. Oh, my God. And I remember posting about it in a group, and someone was like, oh, dude, that'll be a $75 card in the next 15 days. Well, let me tell you something. If that gentleman meant $275 card, he was spot on. It has not dropped since then. So I'm glad this guy was able to come back and offer me the same trade minus a few cards, and I got a bulk of it through that. Nice. So I felt so happy. I was just like, dude, I'm good. I'm good. And I kind of sat back, and the rest have been in like little pickups like this that mm. just no one's That's the way to do it. With. That's the way to do it. It's just, you know, patience. Um, I'm, uh, I think I managed to pick up an orange 25 um, or maybe about 120 couple of months back that's not bad for um, i can't remember if it's low or high series off the top of my head um but i'm kind of i'm kind of calling the gang just I've, i don't think i i, I don't need much now mm-hmm. from it. i picked up the animated series black cat last week it's one went up on Concrete for under 30 nice. bucks yeah yeah i've got one in hand I, I think i'd like the set of them but i think that's that's kind of like Nah, I haven't got the resources to do that. Um, between chasing those and Black Diamond, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with Black Diamond. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, it's it's a it's one of those things. It's a, it's a long burn. But even the Z Force, I held out for the longest time because it's my least favorite image of her. Some of the images were kind of spot on, and dude, I know my heart was broken, so I can only imagine you were ready to raise an army and go tear somebody down i wasn't massively happy cat. about the swap out yeah they um the original artwork oh. for that was j scott campbell 
Oh my god! Just and just for not, a little not, not being funny, not being funny. I, I've kind of I'm kind of over J. Scott Campbell doing Black Cat now, but <laughs> what? I'm yeah, about well, to see. I mean, I've got those. They're beautiful cards. Oh um, my god! They're absolutely stunning cards. Um, I, I think that card would have matched up. Yeah, those written house ones. Those written house ones are just astonishing. Those sultry They're seductresses, criminally criminally underrated i low-key yeah. kind of want to i kind of want to go back and finish that set at one point i wanted to kind of collect chase card sets and mm -hmm. that was back when these things were still a dollar and no one cared and then right about now it's like mm, that's not going to happen especially with the character taxes have you heard mm -hmm. that Those oh yeah character tax, tax. Yep. yep it it it's the same way in comics same yep. exact way yeah yeah it 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 sucks balls is what it does. Um, <laughs> should we um should we crack this slab? Yes. You want I to don't get want your to sunglasses back on? Yeah. So I have no idea what I'm doing. I've watched a few videos, so I got an, <laughs> a good idea. I'm the same with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I figured this would be pretty fun to do. Got my snips here, so I know that you're supposed to crack the corners, and you were mm -hmm. saying crack both of them, right? Uh, both top corners, yeah. Then I, I mean, I've actually seen someone. I've actually seen someone do this recently to a CGC slab, and they did all four corners. I think I'm going to start with just the top corner. I think do the top because we'll when you get to the bottom, it. it gets a little bit too close to come for comfort to me. Okay, let's go. Oh, and it's done. There we go. One the corner off. There we go. The value is destroyed. <laughs> no. Nothing going off. I've only done this once, and that was from a sketch card that I freed. I'm surprised how easily this is uh, cutting. Okay, where are we at now? Have you managed to do two? Got two. And then oh. I had to snip it just a little bit more. Oof. There we go. We got the okay. tab hanging out. Giving you a nice haircut. Now, you should be able to shimmy something in there to crack it. Off. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Here we are. Oh yeah, this. Did I? Did, were you just trying to do a Cockney accent then? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> like I said, I'm a, I'm a fan of the accent, bro. Here we I, go, I, Gov. I really love it. You should hey, try don't see the rabbit. Come on, an American accent. Oh my god! And I'll talk in a London British oh accent. Oh my god, Joe! Oh, oh, oh. right. What have we got? Oh, hey, so I, oh. I hear you can mail these back. What to the top things to pop? Yeah, they take it off the pop, so we'll... Oh, okay. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's Here like go. sending... I guess from PSA's point of view, it's like sending them a severed thumb, isn't it? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. Let's hope that your thumb doesn't get severed by this. Right, have you managed to Have you managed to part? Yep. And then they got this little film. Oh, interesting. You know, I'm going to be so butthurt if this is one of those cards that doesn't fit in the one touch. Oh, don't even go there. My my I'm red PMG. Uh, I'm having the worst time with Black Diamond at the moment on that. Okay, one touch here. The exquisite, a one thirty point, but uh, but some of them fit quite nicely in a one touch. The one that bloody doesn't is Thanos. <laughs> For some reason, it's crazy. Thanos doesn't yeah. fit in a in a in an Ultra Pro, so I've got a BCW. Five out of twenty-five. Oh, that's beautiful. I think the 
think the reason why it got that seven is because of that little. Oh, that top that edge. When they yeah, cut it. yeah, yeah. Who gives a shite? That's on, um, in comic books. That's known as Marvel chipping. It well, is. the guillotine's not sharp enough, so older books will have slightly. Yeah, they need to clean the freaking blades. It worked. Yes, I was worried. Like, are we there? Really are we there? Are we there? Fit. So it's in the one touch. It's oh going God. in the one touch bag. At the climax. The seal is off. Oh, yeah. Look and at that. And we have reached completion. Look at that. That's brilliant. That was beautiful. That was that was way more easier than I thought it would be. There you go. We were expecting yeah. to get at least half an hour of con content out of that. <laughs> wow. What's the That's one on the all, left? This is the turquoise, turquoise, which is 50 out of 50, the Omega. I like getting all these like even numbers. Yeah, but it's very it's it's, it's nice 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 wish, but it never happens that way. <laughs> yeah, it's just been I've got a few omegas, but um like the Carnage Pink, this is forty seven or forty forty five out of seventy five. Okay. That's at least it's got that double five thing going on. That's yeah. Most of the numbered cards I got from the set, like the numbers is that are pretty slick. Cover of three six one. Yes, sir, it is. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. I think this is probably one of the most iconic Carnage cards. Not just the pink, but the fact mm. that they use the cover art badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I still need. On. I don't think I've got that issue. I think I've got a reprint of it. I had a nine point six newsstand, which I originally or recently sold, and then I have a nine point eight second print, which is the silver foil, but it's also an Australian price variant. Oh, it okay. On, on the label, which I didn't realize. So that's cool. oh wow, okay. Wow, I cannot believe how easy that was. That was nuts. <laughs> I the thought it was for real going to be a struggling. Of a PSA. No, they're, they're, they're surprisingly easy to, to do. Like I said, I, there was a sketch that I got a few years ago, and it was, and it's, it's a whole different ballgame talking about why people grade sketch cards. Personally, I, I, I'm not a fan of it. I don't see why people would. But, um, but I know some people feel differently. But um, for me, it was like, I, I got it, and it, I, ironically, it's a sketch that I am now selling. <laughs> Having busted it out of its slab, it didn't make the cut. It didn't make it into the 79, um, which I've realized I miscounted. I've actually got 82, but don't tell anyone. Um, <laughs> but um, but speaking of, um, well, just one more thing. I'm just going to show you this. this is, I love the fact that I can do this on YouTube now because I can do show and tell. Yeah. A lot of people can experience it as well. Um, so today I had um, an Amazon delivery and I've started to put my 79 that I'm keeping in brand new top loaders and, and team bags, like minty fresh premium mm -hmm. ultra pro top loaders, you know, straight out of the box, sketch goes in it and then it's there. But of course, I didn't buy top loaders big enough for the Marvel Masterpieces <laughs> cards, which are thicker. Um, so I'll carry on working on that, but I wanted to show you Speaking of original creators, the Al Milgram. Oh, that is badass. Al Milgram, Black Cat. And I've got Daniel Rubin to thank for allowing this to come my way. That um, is badass. I think that he one pulled recent. it. Yeah, it's Marvel Annual. Wow. Yeah, Marvel oh, Annual 2021. But Al Milgram. No, you know, see, those uh, are the type of pieces that you definitely don't want to let go of. Yeah, that's, this. I mean, this is incredible. Uh, he's not credited as a creator of Black Cat, but he was on that first issue. So mm -hmm. for me, 
I'm sorry, but that's OG. So that is never that's never leaving me, quite frankly. Um so yeah, there we go. That's the the 79, and there's a few 79. oversized ones that are somewhere else. But um I will start showing those on, on proper content at some point soon. Um Sir, thank you for coming on. Uh, it's been a blast. And it's an absolute pleasure. No, you're more than welcome. Um where can remind people where they can find you on the interweb uh, to look I, at your stuff? I can be found on Instagram as Old Man Venom, which that is a mixture of the comics, the cards, and then I started doing like previews to let everyone know of upcoming Venom books and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also find me at Old Man Venom's Cards, which is strictly just a card set, or, or I'm not doing any previews or nothing like that. Uh, my personal Instagram is Reed, R-E-E-D, like my last name, and then comics. And that's mainly I post all my artwork and then life pictures and stuff like that. I run the Venom Facebook page, which you can find on Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash Venomverse. I do do YouTube stuff every once in a while, but that's just kind of like fun hanging out with the friends. It's not really mm-hmm. anything big. Uh, if you're interested, just search my name on uh, YouTube. YouTube. I think it's Joseph Reed one, but the channel is the Symbiote Elite channel. Um, you can find me there. I'm always on Instagram. Um, the Venom Facebook, it's so, so massive that I kind of post and ghost and I'll come back and interact with certain comments and whatnot, but I'm not really on there. Host and much. ghost. I love it. That's a wonderful expression. I'm going to use that. I'm going to steal mm-hmm. that. Thank you for just, that. Just post, post it and keep it moving. Post it and ghost it. Yeah. No, that's good. All right, sir. Well, after that, um, hook me up with your um, address and I will get that uh, Marvel versus little set out to you um, as soon as I Absolutely. And I appreciate that. And then, like I said, like I said, you let me know. um, Like I said, you're going through your changes with the sketch cards, but I promised you, since you helped me to get back into it, this is for you. It could be whatever you want, but you let me know. I will. I very much will. We we can figure something out. We I definitely, definitely want to. I definitely want to pay it back to you. Oh, bless you, sir. Well, listen, it's, it's enough spending two hours in your company. So thank you, um, <laughs> uh, Joseph. You know how we end this podcast. What do you want to tell our listeners? Yes, I do. I want to tell everyone to enjoy collecting. True professional. True professional. Oh, that felt good. Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast. Tasting notes and visuals for each episode can be found on our Facebook page. We're on most social media at the MCC Pod, and you can also watch the video of each episode recording on our YouTube channel. Leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash MCCP. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Please take a second to subscribe, like, and review our show wherever you find us. Our Facebook community is at MCCW Marvel Car Collectors Worldwide and MMC Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. The great music we use on our audio version is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time and remember, it's a small hobby but a fun one. Make mine Marvel and enjoy collecting.